everyone, and welcome back to the Come Up Interviews podcast. This is Brett from Come Up Interviews. Hey, it's the Thai guy. We're back with episode 61, which I'm very excited about. Oh, you should be, because uh, this is a very interesting topic that you've come up with. Yes, and we'll get to it shortly. You know, people say, oh, I love episode 60, uh, but episode 61, people are going to be talking about that one, you know? <laughs> Because, you know, 60 is usually a milestone. Yeah. No one ever talks about the 61 episode. Right, like, 61th. Yeah, just just like you just said. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see what the feedback um, comes back with on this. But yeah. I know you wanted to say something about this recent spate of Liam Neeson movies. At least I yes. think that's what it is, if you can describe it yes. as a recent spate. Yeah, he's making these. He's still making these movies. I mean, I watched two of them, which were Honest Feet and The Marksman. So Honest Feet, it's not great. <laughs> It's the most standard movie on screen you've seen in a long time. So Liam Neeson plays a thief, and then, but he has a really stupid name called the In and Out Bandit. Okay, so now let me stop you right there. Yeah, there's something very Home Alone esque about that because, you know, they were the wet bandits. They right? were Joe, Joe, and Daniel Stern were the wet bandits. <laughs> well, they're so. married now. Well, <laughs> um, uh, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. Yes, Joe were the Pesci. Wet yeah. Now, with all his gravitas and seriousness, now fast forward to 2021, One, and yeah. Liam Neeson is the in and out bandit, as if there could yeah. be any other type of bandit. Well, Aren't most it, bandits in and then out? Well, that's the thing. That's why it's so silly. It's like, I'm the in and out bandit. I like in and out burger. This is like. <laughs> and does he ever say, I'm an honest thief? Yeah, he says, like, I'm an honest thief, but I'm not going to kill you. It's just like, it's so. It's such a weak movie. It, start, it takes about 40 minutes to kind of get going. Mm-hmm. And he even says, like, the in and out bandit name is not very good. It's wow. Like, <laughs> it's like so they're admitting uh, whoever came up with that didn't do such a great job. And then the marksman was a little bit better because you, you almost care. You know, it's, it's uh, Liam Neeson. He's like a rancher. So it's like, I'm a rancher, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> right, he, so says he, y'all. he says y'all. He says y'all. Even though – and that Irish accent. <laughs> So he's fighting like the cartel, which is a cool idea, but it it takes also forever to get going because he's like, oh, right, the cartel. <laughs> it's like they kind of forget about him for a while. And like the Marksman is already a movie starring Wesley Snipes. So they stole that. Well, all <laughs> so, these newer movies, they seem to have trouble coming up with original titles and original plots and good writing but the thing is this kind of reminds me of the plot of the most recent rambo movie like he's sort of a rancher fighting the cartels exact this one is not as good as rambo last blood so obviously because it's pg-13 so it's Mm. already kind of muted and you don't there's some grittiness to it here and there some cartel stuff but overall it's, it's it's better than honest feet i'll say that and then um the thing with the marksman titles like i remember seeing the the marksman and Wesley Snipes on these old Sony discs. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, cool, the marksman. <laughs> yes, I know you're excited about those. Um, now these are directed by the same guy. Right? Oh no, I double checked that. That's um, not true. The Honest Thief is directed by the same guy who's made his, his newest movie called Blacklight, oh, which I have oh. not seen yet. This is some. This is directed by some other guy. I double checked oh. that. Okay, so, so if there's any similarities between the two, they're coincidental. Yeah, it's. Just, if I had to recommend one of them, I guess it would be the marksman. But he doesn't really do much marksmanship in it either. Because so mm. he, he's helping out this kid against the cartels. and He, it's, he does have this awesome voice. That's what kind of carries uh, these movies. This is great voice. When he says y'all, that was kind of funny too. It's like, I'm a rancher, y'all. It's just like... <laughs> 
Well, because he se- tends to do similar things, you know, because yeah. you know, if he's not saying, I'm an honest thief or yeah, yeah. I'm a marksman, then we'll <laughs> yeah. go to his transportation based movies yes. such as Nonstop and The Commuter. I'm, you I'm know? going nonstop on a commuter train. <laughs> so in, at one moment he's on a plane and he's trying yeah. to get to the bottom of things yeah. then seemingly the next moment he's a commuter <laughs> on a train doing almost exactly the same thing now as we've talked about non-stop yes. is a better movie yeah i think i think i like non-stop more than the commuter and what's funny is that he's doing all these movies about trains and planes, <laughs> trains and, and, planes and automobiles yeah basically you know will ferrell did a lot of stuff maybe did all these sports movies for a while Kicking and screaming. Yeah, semi-pro. It's like another sports movie. Like, (laughs) well, and and let's not forget the other grouping of Liam Neeson movies where he's in the snow. So we we have the gray. (laughs) We have um, what are those other ones? Cold Snap. What's it called? Oh no, Cold Pursuit. Cold Pursuit. Hard Powder was a way better title. And And there's a third one. I don't remember that. I think there's a third Liam Neeson snow movie. They made it for Netflix. Oh, the ice road. Yeah, I'm on the ice road. So he does these sort of groupings. He'll do transportation. Yeah. Then he'll do snow. Yeah. Now he's doing, um, I guess you'd call it uh, slower paced movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know. that's the best way to put it. I mean, it, it, like I said, the marksman keeps your attention just barely. So I think if it, if it was grittier like Rambo Last Blood, I think you would have got something because it's it's it is kind not. of funny that, you know, Stallone and Liam Neeson are both cast in a similar yeah. type of role because they seem yeah. so different. <laughs> y'all. That's, y'all. Yeah, yeah, I wish he said y'all. <laughs> and also, didn't he help a kid in Walk Among the Tombstones as well? Yes, he did. So that's a good way. That's how I started my impression was Walk Among the Tombstones. I just watched like all the TV spots and stuff like that. So it's well, like, I'm pointing yeah. at a rifle. On your head. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> well, I will be watching it. You own it. I'll borrow yeah, it at it's some point. It's a good point. movie. There's some flaws, but it's way better than Honest Feet. I mean, like. And Marksman. And Marksman, yeah, definitely better because it's grittier, you know. Right. Um, and one of the last things I want to mention about the Marksman Wesley Snipes one mm-hmm. is that I remember seeing that, and I know it's going to get a little topical for a second, but in the trailer, the guy says, "You are violating Russian airspace." <laughs> Mm. And Wesley Snipes like running and getting shot at by the Russian Russian people, and then the big line in the trailer is he tells like some other commando guy like, "Are you scared?" And then the guy says, "Yes." Yeah. Like, that's when your instincts are turned on. <laughs> it's like that's supposed to be the cool line of the trailer. Like, <laughs> Wait, so Wesley Snipes says that, or some other guy? So says Wesley Snipes says that's when your instincts are turned on when you're scared. <laughs> like, the marksman. Then it comes up. The mark- exactly. It's like it's. Ridiculous. It's a good movie if you just shut off your brain because it's produced by Andrew Stevens. Mm-hmm. That made me think of something just now. Wesley Snipes, maybe we could do like a top five for him on the on this pod. That's a good idea. Or we yeah. could even just stick to his like top five direct-to-video movies. That'd like, be fine. So you know, <laughs> yeah, The Marksman, number one. <laughs> well, I, well, I don't know if that's true or that's if true. you're kidding. But uh, I'm kidding. I, well, the only problem with this list is I haven't seen a good amount of those. Well, if you want to borrow them, you know, I have The Detonator, Seven Seconds, The Marksman, Hard Luck. Um, yeah, I haven't seen any of those. Um, what's the other one? Oh, Unstoppable. So oh boy. I have all of them. So, so that's that's a lot of watching that I would have to do. But it's not, yeah. you know, it, it, a bad it's idea. Nice. Yeah. And um, I enjoy Snipes, of course. And all, pretty much all the Snipes movies I've seen, I've enjoyed, you know, in some form or another. That could be something down the line. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely could. 
So I guess we'll go to our action star. Okay. Should have been an action star. <laughs> I li- I did like Connoisseur's uh, you know, <laughs> metal version of it from last episode. Oh, that's how you, I was going to ask how you would describe his rendition. Yeah, it's like his metal warrant version. You know. Oh. So, we so have who do we got? Dan Aykroyd. Okay. So. Now it's true. Dan Aykroyd hasn't really done a dark, serious action-based role. No. You know. You know, it's classic comedies of old, like Ghostbusters and My Girl, and My Girl Two. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, there's Spies Like Us, which might be more topical today than it was then. I don't yes, know. it was. Yeah, very topical. We won't say what's going on, but it's very topical. Could be anything. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, but he's never really done that. I mean, the closest you're gonna get is in the movie Feeling Minnesota. Because he's like a corrupt cop. It's kind of it's a dark comedy. So he's kind of serious. Yeah, I've it. seen Feeling Minnesota. I think back a long time ago when it came out. He kind of stood out. He almost stole the movie from Keanu. Yeah, you know. which is hard to do because it's you know, it's Keanu. Whoa, I'm Feeling Minnesota. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, how can anyone compete with that? Is but, that uh, a Soundgarden song? I, yeah, I think that's where they took the title. Yes. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, the other thing is, um, uh, he has done some serious roles. Now, I haven't seen Driving Miss Daisy, but isn't mm-hmm. he like kind of serious in that? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I so he can do it. it, you know. Yeah. He could pull it off, I think. And then this one would be kind of like a death wish, maybe um, a death sentence, maybe. <laughs> right, right. Where but I could see this, because I think he can do brooding pretty well. He, I, yeah, but, yeah. And it makes me think of the thing I watched about Dan Aykroyd and Dan Aykroyd and UFOs, you know? <laughs> right, right. He's very into UFOs, yeah. Well, it's very kind of a low-rent documentary. He's like, he looks sweaty. He's wearing this red sweater. It's like, UFOs are real, man. And then it was like... <laughs> Which I agree with. Maybe I should watch yeah. this. It's um, not great, but it's, the way they like film him is like really kind of low-rent. It's just like, <laughs> like they maybe filmed it as an apartment or house or, or mansion. He has Ghostbuster money. Well, yeah, and and uh, of course, nothing but trouble money, of course, yeah. uh, too. You know, I've uh, never seen nothing but trouble. I think I saw it in the theater. Did you um, enjoy the movie? Um, I think I did at the time. I haven't seen it since, so it's, it's a little fuzzy. <laughs> I I hear it's like silly or whatever, but it's, yeah, it is. Um, so, um, tell me what else. I could see this like this Dan Aykroyd movie. Like people would probably would check it out. like at their blockbuster or their Tommy K's. It's like Dan Aykroyd in a serious role, huh? Yeah, well, I'm gonna check this out. <laughs> I think that's what someone might say. <laughs> yeah. Well, I assume that's what people said with that movie that I found at Game Exchange yesterday. That that oh. serious movie with Jim Gaffigan. Oh, what was it called? Um, American. Like dreamer american I, dreamer yeah yeah american dreamer it's like he's, he it. looks very grim and serious on the cover jim gaffigan well um, game having those deals right now i should i didn't know it, i should have got that you know uh, well i was i showed it to you i mean yeah i didn't know all right we'll be back there if it's, if it's still doing the deals maybe i'll just get it you think and someone might buy back. american dreamer no 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 it's um, like jim gaffigan you know, it's like no one's it was very topical because I think it says a rideshare driver gets into trouble. <laughs> so they, they can't say Uber or Lyft. So yeah, they, they can't just say, say a rideshare driver. It's like when they, they have to say a tablet for iPad. Right, like right, tablet. <laughs> it's like, I want my tablet. It's like, yeah, they can't say that. And also they can't say Frisbee, so they say flying disc. Oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> I didn't know Frisbee was trademarked. Because we're saying I all guess. these trademarks. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, yeah, but I think we can get away with it. 
Well, see, in the Ten Commandments, that was a bunch of tablets. So, <laughs> so you just well, use iPads. <laughs> they were talking about the tablets of the Ten Commandments. Yeah, I, I think um, that's why they do it because they're just trying to emulate Moses. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's <laughs> well, because I think it's it's not because there's some rule about this on TV, like mm-hmm. on reality shows, like you can't wear a T-shirt. Yeah, they with blur like a it. brand name. They blur yeah. it, and it's not because you can't say the brand name. It's because they can't give co- like competition to another brand name. So right. just doing it on its own, there's nothing wrong with it. But then because there's no competition with it, they have to blur it because then they'd have to like if someone's wearing a T-shirt that said I don't know Nike or something. Nike, then they'd have to have someone else wear a shirt that said Adidas, and it's just, <laughs> they don't have that. They have to blur the first one just to avoid the, the potential the lack of competition. I, there, there's some rule like that. Well, it's kind of like those political things where it's a uh, even rule, or it's called like the fair rule. Right. You remember right, when, where someone talks, then someone else has to talk. And, uh, well, remember they did that for uh, Fred Dalton Thompson when he ran for president and they couldn't show his Law & Order episodes? <laughs> right, they took all of his Law & Order yeah. episodes off the air temporarily. Yeah. And he has the best one where he, or Serena Sutherland says, are you fighting me because I'm a lesbian? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Like That just yeah. completely came out of yeah. nowhere. I think that was uh, someone got writer striked on that one. It is like, <laughs> well, if they didn't, they probably got writer striked out of their job because yeah. that was, uh, <laughs> so stupid. It was, was that around the time she became a hostage negotiator? Yes. And <laughs> so she went from being like a lawyer to a lesbian hostage negotiator in the course of like one episode. Yeah. I, I, if that's the same episode, I'm going to double check that. That would be really funny, but I don't right, think I'll it is. do on the next episode. I'll, I'll double check. I don't think it is, but I think it's really close. <laughs> Uh, might, might be same season. That would, that well, would I, make sense. I watched uh, Serena Sutherland. Uh, what's her name? Real Elizabeth Rome. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, some of her acting is a bit flat. Yes, it is um, flat, which I enjoy. Everyone yeah. knows I love flat acting so, like that. Jack McCoy, there's there's a <laughs> going, there's a crime going on. It looks like the cop didn't make it. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, it's like thanks uh serena um you couldn't um, get Harmon back you couldn't get Andy you couldn't even get carrie lowell back you i'm not a fan of um carrie lowell and law and order oh she, she comes knows, back in this new season oh she does she well, still is kind of mean to like jack mccoy well i mean I she's she only in one episode on that season she yeah. tattled on a man <laughs> you don't do that to jack um well i just told the truth it's like the truth is you let jack do whatever he wants <laughs> it's like well, and also like these political ads when at the end, he, they have to say, and I remember before this, I don't think they always had to say this, but they say, I'm such and such and I approve this message. Like now you have to say that or just people assume you, you didn't approve the message. Oh, didn't approve it. Didn't approve it. So I'm, I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message. Okay. <laughs> you put the okay at the end, that'd be amazing. And then sometimes like some really creative politicians will put a spin on it. Like I'm, I don't know phil jones and I, yeah. I and i'm proud and happy to support this message or something yeah. so they don't just say they approve it they say yeah. they were like yeah. they're happy and proud or you know they put I some other s- words in there i am elated to support <laughs> right this yes exactly they break open their thesaurus <laughs> and um like yeah let's see uh they're jazzed they're pumped i'm so they're... jazzed i'm really jazzed okay <laughs> um so i'm sure trump did something like that but you know, 2016 was seems like a long time ago. It does. It is a long time ago. I hate to say that. But it seems just a few years ago. But unfortunately, we'll say it's six. <laughs> well, at the time of this recording, as I always say, yeah, someone could be listening to this in like the year 3000. And then That'd this be amazing. Will... <laughs> or maybe next year. Next year, yeah. year 3000. I mean, we'll still be around then. 
Like, uh, I won't. Like, chronologically frozen during this podcast. Uh, <laughs> now we're getting I, to the realm of absurdity here. Which, I, speaking of wackiness, we have our topic of the day. All right. So tell is, tell people about this topic and how you came up with this topic. Well, it's all the movies we have on the site, comeupwithviews.net, of the titles that start with the word ultimate. And also the titles that start with the word maximum. So why not put those together maximum. for the ultimate maximum experience? Yeah, exactly. It's the ultimate maximum 3D experience. <laughs> now, are people supposed to crack open their Mountain Dews and slam yeah. them? Because as we all know, them. you don't drink a Mountain Dew. You yeah. slam a Dew. Preferably slam. as you're snowboarding out, out of a helicopter onto a snowy mountain. Slam this Dew because we're <laughs> going to get started right with the ultimate killing machine. So, Ookum. Also known as Ookum. Starring <laughs> Michael Madsen. And Dennis it's Hopper. right, is Dennis Hopper. No, you're thinking of LAPD to protect and serve. Oh, <laughs> well, okay. Um, I, well, which one are you thinking of? I think I was Dan- thinking of another movie that I haven't seen because I haven't seen Ookum. Uh, <laughs> uns- is it called Unspeakable? Oh, Unspeakable, or, yes. Unspeakable is the movie of Dennis Hopper. Who's like, I'm gonna grind your bones. And all yeah, that's that. he says he's gonna grind your bones. Yeah, which Dina, I only know Dina, because of you because I've never yeah, seen the movie. Yeah, he says all this crazy stuff. It's uh, Dina Meyer, Lance Hendrickson um hopper some guy named pavon grover he's like the main character and jeff Faye as the governor so i can see why you watch this because it's all your favorites it's funny about unspeakable which is i've given it like four like three four chances <laughs> That's... and sometimes it's good it's like oh unspeakable i liked it and then i watched it like this isn't very good and then i, can watch it. I think it's so i guess it all depends on your frame of mind yeah it happens all the time you know but we'll go to ukum which i haven't seen but right so, right, what's so, going on with the Ukum? All right, so the plot of Ukum, also known as Ultimate Killing Machine, five reject teenagers are recruited by the government to test a new drug that makes super soldiers. And it's run by Major Blevins, played by Michael Madsen. Uh-oh. A test subject went on the loose, and now he's killing these teenagers. Okay, so is it so slasher-esque? It's slasher-esque, but it's junky. It's very, very junky. It's set in one location. Oh, uh, yeah, like I don't like that. Like in this building. Yeah, that, that's and not good. I know, I know she's listening, Jill. We, I, we, I rented this at Blockbuster in the Hamden location. It's like, oh my God, Ookum! And we watched it at the old, at their old apartment in New Haven, and we were like, well, this is terrible. <laughs> now, how many chances have you given Ookum? One. Because <laughs> maybe this depends on your mood too, and you think it's terrible when you first watch Ookum, but then you watch Ookum again, and you like Ookum. Well, I've seen Ukum. Oh, I, I know. We, how yeah, many times? Ukum, uh, yes, Ukum. Do I mean, how, Ukum. how I'm taking <laughs> I'm taking advantage of the fact that I don't get to say Ukum really ever. Yeah. So I'm just getting it all out now. Yeah, yeah, Ukum. So, I mean, if I found Ukum for a dollar or less, um, I'd like maybe I give it one more chance. I would it would have to be Goodwill or, or Game Exchange if Game they're exchange, having a yeah. sale. Uh, maybe it's there and you didn't notice it. So maybe we'll have to go back. We'll go back. So you don't really care about Ukum. Um, so <laughs> I bet it is maybe worth one more watch. Though. I'll be nice. So How much Madsen do you get? Le- uh, not much. And does yeah, he seem can... to care about what's going on? No. <laughs> it's like, yeah, super soldiers. Uh, I'm Major Blevins. It's like, <laughs> so, well, that, that sounds good. Yeah. I mean, I bet it's funnier now. I mean, See, back in the I still, you know, we just talked about Michael Madsen do this idea, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mad about Madsen maybe yes. soon. 
I don't think this is going to go on the list unless I can maybe rewatch it. Mm, so we might as well talk about it now because it's probably yeah. not going to make the top Madsen list. Exactly, exactly. So let's go to the next movie, which is The Ultimate Fight. Ernie Reyes Jr. Also directed by Ernie Reyes Jr. Oh, I thought you were going to do the full cast list. Or, oh, I'm or, going or, to. Not the full cast list, but the, what it yeah. says in the front of the box, which is funny, well, I think. Well, yeah, I'm going to say right now, Ernie Reyes Jr., Ernie Reyes Sr., Corin Nemec, and Chemo. Yes, but th- if I remember right, it, across the top of the box, yeah. it says Ernie Reyes Jr., Reyes Jr. Chemo, chemo yeah, Ernie chemo. Reyes Sr. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, <laughs> so. Ernie Reyes Jr., Chemo, Ernie Reyes Sr., the ultimate fight, honor the code. So it's like, now we were a little harsh on this one. Mm. But let's read the I plot. I feel a bit bad about that, maybe. Well, there's a... Why is he on the cast list? But Pinoy is a martial arts fighter. He leaves his home country for, of the Philippines for the first time. He heads to Seattle, and he meets Ernie Reyes Jr., and then he uh, has some ultimate fighting matches, you know, like punch fighting. But the punch fighting is, like, outdoors. It's, like, in the backyards of people's houses. Do you remember this? Uh, yes, I do. Yes. It's like now, it seems like it's someone's house backyard. Yeah, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, that that's what uh, Victor Bragg, what was that movie, Fists of Steel, wasn't that in the backyard? Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, Victor Bragg. So just when it being <laughs> when you're the victor, you gotta brag. Matthias Hughes. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, it being in the backyard is not such a bad thing, but I think this is more like a lower rent version. Now there's a there's a bunch there's a gang after them, and it's run by Hitler, mm-hmm. <laughs> played by Corin Nemec. Yes, Corin Nemec plays Hitler, Hit- or Hitler. a guy named Hitler. Hitler. It's not the Hitler that we all know. Um, this is a different Hitler. Right. Played by, played by uh, what's his, not 30-something. Corn Nemec. Who's the, Parker what's Lewis the can't lose. Parker, yeah, it's played by Parker Lewis's can't lose. So it's not a great movie, but it is kind of funny. I mean, it's like, it's like it's, we call it kind of babyish. Hmm. And it's like, but there's maybe something about it. Well, to me, I mean, and I think to anyone who watches it, the highlight of, the, well, there's, well, there's at least remember? one highlight where because so hitler <laughs> is like the yes. leader of the gang and he yeah. has i guess, guess like a henchman yeah and i mean he's like a black guy and the yeah. black guy says at one point to him hitler my man yeah yeah, yeah. not dialogue you <laughs> often hear like that no, you know you, no one called adolf hitler into hitler my man especially <laughs> not a uh, black gentleman no, so that was funny and very yeah. odd um also, it, you know, I might have to pat myself on the back a little okay. bit here. Go but ahead. in the review, I did say if you're in need of some chemotherapy, <laughs> uh, you should watch this movie, which I think well, is let's... one of my finest writing moments <laughs> over yeah, the we, course we of the... 1,200 plus reviews. <laughs> well, because we have our, our buddy, Explosive Action, he said, chemotherapy? Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> that was in the comments. Yeah. Uh, to me, said, oh, yes, to... we did. <laughs> And just as someone who writes these reviews, it's right there. I mean, I look at that and I say uh, that I'm as I if you read the site, you know that I'm not going to leave any sort of pun unsaid. You You know, to me, that's such a waste of uh, writing. If you see a pun, I'm if I see a pun, I'm completely going for it. I don't care if it's clever. I don't care if it's not so clever. If there's a pun to be had, I'm having it. There's also there's a we have a new there's a new phenomenon in the movie called cleat fighting. So it's like. People use their cleats to beat up people. Oh, interesting. I bet that would actually hurt. You know, well, yeah, have, it's uh, a good weapon, actually, because yeah. I think those cleats are hard, you know, yeah. and probably would really it's, hurt. 
because I have grips for my shoes for the icy weather we live in. Mm-hmm. So it's if you if I get hit in the head of that, I probably would hurt. You know, it's, it's very crunchy. You know, <laughs> it is crunchy, and yeah. uh, also this would be a box that you'd see in the video store that'd be kind of hard to resist because it's kind of how would you describe it? It's not lenticular. It's, it's not lenticular? shiny. It's shiny. It's very and I how I got ooh shiny box here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah ooh, ooh, squirrel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, well, it stands out. You got to stand out for this goofy movie, right? So it's like it's hard to take a flash uh, photography picture of it because it's it's I it's, can't. It's shiny. Yeah. It's like a shiny <laughs> box. We were a little tough on it though. Maybe and we're being like positive about it now, but we mm. were tough on it back then. Um, but maybe it needs a rewatch. We'll go to the next movie. It's kind of similar. The ultimate game. They right. play for keeps. Now, that's a movie where it's a bunch of punch fighters that go out to the beach and fight on yeah. the sand for about 90 minutes. Yeah, that's about it. Um, now, I used to have this on DVD. It was one of those paper sleeves DVDs. Right. Yes. Um, I think I found it at, uh, what was the place? Uh, not Coconuts? Sun Coast. No, was Coconuts. It Coconuts? Or yeah, Strawberries? Coconuts? No, what was the one that's gone now? Oh, FYE. Oh. Yeah. So, it was not, I bought it at Fi, and it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're looking through Fi, and then they had yeah. the. Um, they had high prices right till the very end. Even on the paper sleeve, this one was cheap, but there was the, some the Franco Colombo movie. They still wanted yeah. a lot of money, like the day before they closed. They wanted twenty dollars for Ancient Warriors in the paper sleeve. I found it for like two dollars at Goodwill a couple of years later. So, so whatever. And, then, man. and they wonder why most of their locations went yeah. under. They have these outrageously high prices for things. They should have at least blown all the, out the stuff at the end. Yeah, I agree. Like, just make it a dollar, man. But we got to talk about the ultimate fight, or or it's like ultimate game. <laughs> it's a very similar title, right? Well, this is ultimate maximum here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it starts a guy named J.D. Rifkin, and he plays a guy named Jack Grimes. He's a martial artist with a wife and young son, and he was also devoted to entering the winner-take-all martial arts competition with fighters from all over the world. So they're sent to a remote island. And they're promising the winner a million dollars. Who is going to win the ultimate game? Well, once again, we were kind of tough on this one. Um, but I think this, in this case, it's a little more warranted because there's yeah. not a lot going on here. Yeah, we said it's, it's a lot of jarring editing, homemade look, junky, stupid ADR dubbing. And, well, J.D. Riffin, he looks like John Cena. <laughs> so it's like, so, and he does. I mean, like I remember, did we watch this with uh, Brenda and Dave? Uh, I think we did, and it's like I think it was pretty kind of me heady, you know. It's like, well, yeah, yeah it's it. a, it's a cast of almost entirely you know comprised of meatheads. Yeah, and um, <laughs> uh, uh, T.J. Storm is that somebody? T.J. Storm, yeah, he, he's like the villain, if I'm not mistaken, or at least one of the fighters. Wait, so and, the guy's name is uh, well, J.D. Rifkin? Rifkin, J.D. Rifkin, and then there's a guy named T.J. Storm. So. so it's a little confusing because they're two guys with initials for their yeah. first name. You're right. It's very weird. I mean, I don't have a copy of this anymore. I got rid of it. But I, I can think see it's, why. At the, it's at the archive, I think. I mean, maybe when they're doing their sales, maybe I just get like <laughs> You'd rebuy this? I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. I'm really on the fence. Well, <laughs> it depends on the price. I mean, I suppose if it's a dollar and you absolutely have to have the ultimate game in your life. I, I yeah 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. It, there, there's not a lot of meat on the bone here, from what I remember. There's like a lot of meathead on the bone. <laughs> yeah, there's more meatheads than meat yeah, on the bone. Exactly. Like, like there's I, no plot. There's no emotion. There's no intrigue. No twists. Well, no. There's not. There's nothing to hang your hat on. There's nothing to hang your hat on. Because we said that you know we could see all the moves and stuff, but. It just need well, more professionalism. And that's true. Let's let's be fair. The martial artists are good. You know, they're yeah. they're good at what they do. And it yeah, it's not like one of these quick cut things where they're not really fighting. I think it's a bunch of people doing really good martial arts, but there's just no plot. There's nothing. There's just nothing. Like, okay, a guy, you know, going on a remote island. It's like we've seen that in Enter the Dragon and Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and like, about ten thousand other ten thousand other movies. Yeah, and it, like it's like the Quest, but like if the Quest had no budget. Well, the the Quest was like one of the last punch fighting movies you see in the theater. You know, that was a long time ago now. But like, yeah. whoa, the quest. Well, like, if like, you want a good tournament fighting movie that's done well on a low budget, how about, oh, geez. Um, Shoot Fighter? Well, yes. Death match. Yes, but uh, the Irish one with Jimmy Bennett. Oh, yes. Scorp- Scorpion? No, no. Oh, um, no. Uh, oh. Final, what's that movie called? <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Oh, oh um, yeah. Because that's a winner about. of a movie. Um I can't believe I. It's blank. I'm liking the title. All right. Well, you um you vamped for a minute. I'll look it up. Okay. Yeah, it could have been better. Ultimate game. You know, I wish it was better. It could have been like a underrated kind of puncher, but it, unfortunately, it's not. And there's like around the fire and you know, you know, on the beach. I remember the beach stuff for sure. All right. Well, uh, you can't think of the. You can't think well, of. Well, I'm working thing. on it, but yeah. um, <laughs> it's okay. It's live uh, radio. But anyway, if you want to move on to the next one. All right, we're going to, I will. Ultimate Justice, 2017, Mark DeCoscos, Mike Moeller, and Matthias Hughes. Okay, so <laughs> Mark DeCoscos' name is Gustav Ferdinand von Beheren. <laughs> His friends call him Gus. Okay. Oh. <laughs> He's the leader of the VMA, VME, not the VMA, it's the VME, a team of highly skilled 18 types who execute dangerous missions and fight the baddies. A mission goes wrong. The team splits up and they go their separate ways. And then his wife is attacked. And now they have to team up again. So in these three teams of Andreas, Radowski, played by Hughes, and Benny, played by Mike Moeller, and some other members. Who's going to be on the receiving end of the ultimate justice? <laughs> now, before we get to that, the movie yeah. uh, is called Fatal Deviation. Oh, right. Fatal Deviation. That's a classic and a half. That's better than the quest. <laughs> I agree. And it's done on about one one millionth of the budget i think um, you know <laughs> what i can't talk about being about laughing like the the food budget on the quest was probably more exactly <laughs> exactly but but fatal deviation was done with a lot of heart and it, you can see that i i you care and so there's something about yes it's a very low budget movie i don't think we even did we talk about this during the fatal final um i don't think we did oh tie yeah. <laughs> How are you leaving out these movies? Of course, I, maybe we did, and I don't remember, so I won't I yell remember. at you now. But, uh, <laughs> but I seem to remember yell, not yell talking me. about Fatal Deviation. I want to re-listen to it. All right. But anyway, it, so back to um, Ultimate Justice. Ultimate Justice. Okay, this is a pretty good one because um, it's an assemble a team movie, and it's mm-hmm. done pretty well. Yeah. Because you got Mark DeCosco, so he yeah. tries. Go ahead, sorry. Oh no, no, I was just agreeing that, and I was, I was gonna say, I do like the assemble a team movies uh, for the most part, especially, uh, you know, certainly the scenes when they're assembling the team, then yeah. this team comes together. That's always fun. It's always cool, and then there's some pretty good fight scenes. 
Um, there's a prerequisite torture, and there's a and we see the world's fastest next snap. Um, and so, so, just to clarify, this is a somewhat of a newer movie. It's yeah, it came like, out in 2017. Right, so it's a it's trying to keep that kind of 80s 90s style action alive kind of thing. I think, um, it's I think they do a good job. Yeah, I think this one's a I think pretty underrated actioner. So I would think people should check this one out. I I think I bought my copy at Goodwill. So now, like, if um if this was a movie that came out in the 90s, it probably would have gone to the movie theater, I think. Yeah, um, maybe it would be like Wesley Snipes or maybe Van Damme. Like he can assemble a team. Yeah, right. Be, even if the cast was almost exactly the same as it is now. Even the Costco's. I know the Costco didn't really make much to the theater a lot in the 90s, unfortunately. No, I guess but, he didn't uh, really carry these movies at the time. Um, but still, I mean... I think the quality of this movie is high enough that yeah. if it came out in an earlier time, it probably would have gone to a theater. Now it's relegated to, you know, video and streaming and all that. Right. Right. Straight to, you know, Tubi, which is not a bad thing. But No, I mean, it's, it's actually a good thing because it gives yeah. people access to these movies. Yeah, we need people to have more access. Like, oh, I can't find it anywhere. No, it's on Tubi. You know, I mean, yes, like, there are commercials on Tubi, but at least you can see the movie. I, I think I want to rewatch it now. I know we posted it. Um, almost two years ago now, but I think it's worth a watch. Um, let's go to the next ultimate movie. Uh, the ultimate weapon starring Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Yes. No fear, no rules, no equal. So Ben hardball cutter. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. So means he cuts hard balls. I, okay. Uh, I know it's like, it's trying to sound like a tough name. Hardball. Yeah. yeah cutter. It also Chris makes Matthews it. Or whatever. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Maybe that's how Chris Matthews made his show. Was he saw the ultimate weapon? Well, I wish I wish Dana Gould was here because he does that hilarious yeah, impression amazing. of Chris Matthews. Chris. Like if you could just do like a, just a like if your nose is really stuffed up. I'm not doing it justice, but it, know, it's really it's funny. Good. It's, uh, ben Harbaugh Cutter. <laughs> well, we could I, stop I there stop. and just move on to you know, the next I'll one. Stop. You know, no, the, no, the no. Next no. Movie, right. no okay. Tell us more about Ben Harbaugh Cutter, please. Okay, he's an independent contractor, in quotes, also known as a mercenary. Uh, his old commander, Top, assigns him with a new partner, Vince Cobra Dean. The two don't get they don't get along, of course, and you have to stop the stop some IRA gun runners, played led by the evil Dylan McBride. <laughs> Who thinks these names? <laughs> and they're also they're, they're involved in the in Operation Shamrock, which is a classified UN operation. <laughs> of course it is. So Mc, Cutter blows up uh, all this stuff, and McBride you know declares war on the Hulkster or Cutter. <laughs> now didn't didn't the Hulkster play a guy named McBride in? Yes, in those Shadow Warriors. Shadow Warriors movies. I wonder if there's a connection. And aren't those directed by the same guy? Was yeah, it John, John Kassar? Yeah, so they're all, they must be connected. Um, but now, see, McBride's the villain, though, this time. But some right. Dylan but they McBride. use the same name. Yeah, Yeah. very weird. Um, Shadow Warriors. Gotta love oh, them. Now, Go ahead. is this the only R-rated Hulk Hogan movie? Basically, yeah. Because... <laughs> I mean, it probably doesn't need to be rated R from what I remember, but I think it was a soft R. It's, it's a soft R. R. Yeah, it's but, like Hulk, the Hulk stars in an R-rated movie. Oh my god! Well, that's what that's what we all was like. Whoa, cool! He's not doing stand-up muscles or anything. 
right he's supposedly killing people and snapping necks and stuff well Uh, here's the problem with the movie you know it's very ridiculous because you you see hulk hogan you laugh because his hair is weird his mustache (laughs) all of his clothes seem two sides too small and he just seems dumbfounded like oh (laughs) oh no from what i remember this has a very similar vibe to radical jack yes it's almost like it could be like a sequel to Radical Jack. How silly it is! Because it's, it's yeah. go ahead. I, I oh know, no, I just, it's, it's like the, the way it looks, the the whole plot, like everything. It's it's very Radical Jack esque, yeah. which is not a phrase I always thought I would and say. People know but, what Radical uh, Jack is. It's a action movie with. Get over laugh. Fine, I'll say it. you keep laughing. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus. And his um, mullet, and it's very junky. And I know why you're connecting it to that because there's like these timers on the screen. It's like, oh, oh it's 1200 hours. Right. And, and then he goes to all. some town, yeah. you know, like a small town and tries to get to the bottom of things. It's, it, you know, it, it's very similar. It, you know, Billy Ray Cyrus, that's like it should have been an action star, but he really was. That's like a real life example. That's a funny movie, Radical Jack. It is. It's hilarious. It, there's so yeah. many parts that are really funny. Like, if you want to laugh, I mean, you should watch Radical Jack. It's just like, really funny. Radical Jack. <laughs> you gotta love it. So this movie, Ultimate Weapon. Wait, Ultimate Weapon? All these titles are very similar. <laughs> Ultimate Weapon. Okay, it's not great. Um, I think I gave it away, too. Um, I gave but it, you wouldn't keep it just for the novelty factor of the Hulk Hogan? I might get all, it back. In the, gonna, in the R-rated space? Yeah, I'm gonna try to get it back. Um, it was a tape purge movie, but maybe I need to rewatch, not rewatch, but I need to get my copy. Well, there is one absolutely hilarious scene. Yes, uh, should we dude. say what it is? It's not sure, a spoiler. Dude, go ahead. There is a scene where Cutter, I guess, yeah, um, is, I guess, on the run or something. Yeah, He's yeah, running. Yeah. And then yeah. he does this yeah. jump over a very, very low like fence post. Mm-hmm. Like a child could jump yeah. way over this fence post. A dog could jump over. Oh, it. easily! It's really low to the ground, and they have a very, very obvious <laughs> stunt double for Hulk Hogan. And it was like Hulk could not do this. I mean, this is. I mean, are they that worried about their insurance and like breaking his ankle because his ankles might maybe are <laughs> can't support the weight of his bulk and meathead? I just they're not insured. I, I I don't know the reasoning behind it, but it. it they didn't take a lot of care to hide it. And yeah. it's like not even like a really death defying stunt. Like Jackie Chan yeah. has like risked his own life like countless times <laughs> for the fact that they did a stunt double for that. It's it's a laugh out loud funny. Yeah, I should have kept it just for that. I think I'm going to my goal this year is to get it back. OK, so. <laughs> what a goal. That's my year's resolution. Well, it's like seems like all these movies, you got rid of them. Now you want them back. You know? Yeah. Well, I still have um ultimate game or game fight fight, fight. i know oh, it's no. so confusing i know it's got to be yeah. starting to get a little confusing but yeah. so anyway more. this movie it's low budget it's somewhat junky it yeah th- but, but it's, fu- it's it. funny there is something it's... to this especially the jumping scene yeah <laughs> it happens towards that. the end if i remember yeah it's the way we said it's about 78 minutes in oh yeah it, we made a note of it for yeah. people yeah now we're on the last ultimate movie which is ultimate target which is really rare gary daniels and Michael Madsen are back. Or Michael Madsen is back. Also, David Shark Freilich and George Chung. Mm. Do you remember this one? Yeah, I remember it. Okay, so it's, it took us about 15 years or more <laughs> to see this movie. We watched that. It was just on YouTube. So the the plot is Thomas Kane, played by Gary Daniels, the hitman, 
He works on a board of directors with other hit men and hit women. And then uh, Michael Madsen is uh, hanging around as a guy named Uncle. <laughs> and then there's some uh, double crossing and all that stuff. It's not great. <laughs> I, 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 it's, from what I remember, there's maybe a reason why it didn't come out initially. Like it was one of these movies that was shot and then put on the shelf. Yeah. It, I think there was like legal issues or something. Somehow it snuck onto YouTube for a while. Might like, still like a be bad fellas type of thing. <laughs> yeah, which I, oh, that's right. I did see bad fellas, also known as <laughs> get love bad guys or something. It's like I think they call it bad fellas on the screen. That's a ridiculous movie because it's uh, Brian Genesee, Madsen, uh, Martin Cove, and um, who else is in that? Oh, oh, James Russo. It's a weird movie. There's something off about it the whole time, especially Madsen's performance. He's like drunk in it or something, <laughs> or supposedly drunk, I guess. So, if you look at, yeah, so, so those are kind of similar that they were shot, oh, you know, they were filmed, but then never really the released. Yeah. Yeah. So Madsen's trying in both of these movies or both of those movies. He has a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, yeah. Well, that's um, always good. So I wish this was better, though. It could have been a really cool movie. Gary Daniels versus Michael Madsen. Yes. Yes. I think that's why we were excited to see it initially. But it does not live up to that promise from what no, I know. It's recall. just a bunch of yakety yak and bunch of, and the action scenes are all sped up like Benny Hill in not a funny way. Just like, what is this? <laughs> you can yeah, put your hands up. Right. And get, uh, Gary Daniels doesn't need that. No. You know? If you watch uh, Recoil, something like that. So. Um, <laughs> we were saying we were comparing this to Hostile Intent. You know, remember the end credit with Pace Bucket McWoo? Yes, of course. What kind of sentence is that to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, if people that listen to this and read our site know about Pace Bucket McWoo, I think it's okay. <laughs> I don't know what Pace Bucket McWoo is, but it's it's. <laughs> Someone needs to ask Rob Lowe about this immediately. Who is Pace Bucket McWoo on Hostile Intent? Would he? Would he know about Atkins yeah. Diet? Maybe yeah. he knows something. It's like well, you're right. Someone should ask. Well, it's hostile it's intent brings up a lot of questions, but yeah. <laughs> it sure does, doesn't it? But we're saying that if you stick it all the way to the end of the end credits of Ultimate Target, it says it's two. It came out in 2001. Giants Entertainment. Oh, they spelled entertainment wrong. Yeah, they spelled that wrong. They spelled entertainment wrong. Entertainment. <laughs> I mean, it's not as good as Paste Buck and McWoo, but it yeah. does kind of show that maybe this was some sort of rush job. Yeah, and it's, I, it could have been like a real classic. I feel like it was what a missed opportunity. I Same know. with Bad Fellas. I mean, like there's just a rant. It's just a bunch of shooting for no reason. Bad Fellas, and um, <laughs> people should try to find a try to find Bad Fellas if they can. Also, it's called Bad Guys in Hell. <laughs> Doesn't make much no sense. And James Russo is really wacky in it. Like, really wacky in it. And if you go on YouTube, you can find some behind-the-scenes moments of Ultimate or of, uh, Bad Fellas. And, um, like, Brian Genesee directs the movie, he gets a little grumpy, so we'll say. <laughs> it's like, I'm making, I'm trying to make this movie! It's like, <laughs> so he starts yelling at people. He's I mean, yelling at people. It's like, I tried to do this stunt 15 times! It's just like, <laughs> I know it's a low-budget affair, but... And if you also go on IMDb and look up uh, Bad Guys or Bad Fellas, you could see the user comments are interesting because I think there's like secret like code terms how, how bad the movie was to make. Mm. So, what do you mean secret code terms? Like what? It's like Michael Madsen plays a drunk guy, and it's like <laughs> it's like they're not really real reviews. Mm. They're like, is they're it people like, that worked on the movie? They worked on they, the movie, yeah. It's like people worked on the movie, but they they gussy it up with like a fake review of the movie and see how how it was like how it was made. So take a look. 
Now we'll go to the maximum movies. So I need a second for that. All right. Well, um, so Fatal Deviation uh, is a movie <laughs> that they made in Ireland and uh, people should watch it. Um, yeah, it's it's reverse second. vamping. I told you to vamp and now I'm yeah. vamping. Right. I, I give you one more moment. Okay. So here we go. Maximum. Starting with Maximum Conviction. Steven Seagal and Stone Cold Steve Austin and Michael Paré. Right, right. Do you remember this one? Yes, but my memory is fading fast. Yes, uh, the plot of people remember this one. Two ex-Special Forces soldiers cross Steven Seagal and Manning Steve Austin, who are the best. Of course. <laughs> they're, they're assigned to go into a prison and like help these like some, like prisoners. It's not great. And then like Michael Paré is the villain. And... You don't. This is like a movie on a screen. Like it's all kind of shot in darkness. Do you remember? Yes, that? that's what I remember. That's why it's hard to remember this movie because it's like there's nothing to remember because I don't like they didn't film it right because yeah. there's like a bunch of dark stuff yeah. like they always got, do in these movies. You got nothing. You know. So we were talking about um, <laughs> Seagal because Seagal was very silly looking at it because he's wearing a backwards baseball cap and sunglasses and he's trying to you know. <laughs> It's a patently absurd Mountain Dew slamming attempt to look young. <laughs> but Steven Seagal's like 60 years old who's making this thing. And he's like partners with Stone Cold, who's got to be yeah. a lot younger. Way younger. So you, you don't care. We called him, he's America's E-Honda, Steven Seagal. So it's like... <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, what else is there to say about that? Um, and I guess if you're out of Seagal movies to watch, uh, I guess you can try this one, but... Try to see it for free. <laughs> like on Tubi or something? Tubi or YouTube or Daily Motion, something. Yeah. <laughs> Our next Maximum movie is, here's a classic, uh, Maximum Breakout. Oh, it's a Maximum Breakout. <laughs> I knew How long that. till that was said? Yeah, seconds. Steve okay, Rally. now we're talking. Now we're into the realm of, you know, better stuff that people should actually see. Yes. Bobby Johnston plays a meathead named Travis and his wife is or girlfriend is kidnapped. <laughs> Do you remember this part? It's the beginning. Oh yes. Oh, definitely. I remember this part. <laughs> it goes, run, run <laughs> the meathead. It's great. And then he meets a bunch of, he has to assemble a team again. Yes. To yes. get his wife back. Suicide McVie played by Steve Rally mm-hmm. of uh, overkill fame. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of other wacky people. Like there's a computer nerd and um, yeah, uh, yeah he, prof- his name is Professor. Right, of course it is. And then later on in the movie, we're introduced to a great character, um, the yes. cowboy man. Um, yeah, a cowboy named Dale Evans. I don't remember. I forget that was his name. Well, I don't remember that, <laughs> but it's one of these late edition great characters like Bear. From, yeah, Bear, uh, it, well he's coming up. Maximum oh, Force, oh, you know. There you go. So, yeah, Dale Evans. He rides his horse in a continuous circle to confuse two guards at the compound. <laughs> Whoa! whoa, whoa. <laughs> he's doing it to confuse the guards. Like in any movie, yeah. like he maybe would have guns, like six shooters, and he'd shoot yeah. them. He he runs around in a circle, and then the guards like get so confused by this, <laughs> they're able to do what they're doing. It's oh, it's so great. And it's a really weird movie, and it's a classic AIP. You gotta check this out. Hopefully, people will. So, yes, it's AIP. 
at their best. It's there's a shirtless screaming meathead on the front yeah. cover. Um, <laughs> it's you know it's another one of these movies that's it's it's funny in a good way. It's enjoyable. It's um, what can we say? It's another one of these low budget maybe it's like a low, regional the low budget movie. winner. Yeah. yeah, low budget winner definitely. Yeah, a re- oh, a regional. Uh, I think you could classify it that way. You know? Yeah. What do we call? Uh, stay tuned for murder. Homespun like, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of like that. Yeah. So we'll go to our, well, you said it. Maximum force. I'll do that next. Okay. Uh, 1992, starring Osborne Bear, <laughs> yes. Rice, Sam J, Sam J Jones, John Saxon, uh, Mickey Rooney, and Richard Lynch. Yeah, it's Mickey Rooney and and Sherry Rose. Sherry Rose. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I like how you put Bear first in the cast yeah. list above everyone else. Yep. <laughs> but this is classic video store slash cable perfect. action from the 90s. I mean, this is perfect. It's I mean, really a perfect this example. Is perfect. You rent it on like a Friday or Saturday night after like your first five choices are out, and you still love it. It's right, like, and then it's like a hidden gem. It's like, oh, how come I didn't rent that before? It's like maximum force. That was pretty good. You know, it's like. <laughs> it's really fun to say, right? But yeah, but when you think of this 90s style action, this yeah. is a prime example. This is like. Um, why well, can't I think of the title now? It's another PM. Um, as uh, the guy from Twenty One Jump Street, as also oh, as Johnson. No retreat, no return. Uh, return. Oh, no yeah. escape, no, no escape, return. no return. Yeah. So that was a good one too. I think we talked about that in the no episode. <laughs> wow, that goes way back. That's one of yeah. the first ones. <laughs> but here's the plot of Maximum Force. Yes. If you haven't seen it, Max Tanabe, played by the non-Japanese Richard Lynch, is an unscrupulous crime lord who operates out of a high-rise office building in downtown L.A. Uh, Captain Fuller's trying to get Tanabe. So he assembles a team <laughs> as Sherry Rhodes, Sam Jones, and also uh, a guy named Carver, played by Jason Lively. He's a techie nerd and a sassy jokester. Like Professor from Maximum Breakout. Yeah, exactly. So they kind of team up, and they have to work on their one mind, body and soul, and also you know, start shooting people. It's a, This is really... And, uh, Mickey Rooney is also he plays a corrupt chief of police. Um, right. In a sit down role. Total sit down. He just sits in a limo the whole time. Yes. And starts yelling. Yes. Yeah, he <laughs> never that's it. It's like, I'm gonna get Max Tanabe. What's wrong with Max <laughs> Tanabe? <laughs> See, that's why the, the, I wish he was still around, Mickey Rooney, because someone should ask him about this. Like, what do you think about your role in Maximum Force? Probably get really grumpy too. Like, ah, you just need money. It's like <laughs> Well, or see, I don't, I don't know why you're being so negative. Maybe he's no. like, yeah, I love working on Max. Oh yeah, voice. <laughs> but he's always grumpy, right? Because it's like every time we see him in these action movies, he looks mad. And it's like, <laughs> well, it's, it's called character work. I mean, okay, you know. that's true. It's like, you know, yeah, I love Maximum Force. What a movie! <laughs> <laughs> you know, besides, you know, maybe he was it. grumpy about all of his other like yeah. roles he wasn't so happy about, but maybe this one's different because <laughs> it's, a good it's point. Maximum Force. I don't know. I I love to get that behind the scenes. Like, like we just got Mickey Rooney. <laughs> yeah, and everyone like starts popping yeah. champagne corks, and then. Uh, okay, but he only will do his role inside a limo. Okay, no problem. <laughs> yeah, no, that's no problem. Then let's just no. Not only do I have Mickey Rooney, we got Bear. <laughs> we yeah, we got Bear, and then I want to get to Bear, and then we'll uh, get to the next few maximums. So Bear is this character you see in the last like five minutes. <laughs> so, he's supposed to be a guy that's supposed to like come to the rescue I, this yeah. might be getting close to spoiler oh, territory spoiler. Like, okay we're, we're brushing up against spoiler territory yeah but... but he's a hulking super dude who picks up people and throws them <laughs> and then uh <laughs> sam jones says this is my friend bear 
and then something might happen to Bear. <laughs> there's um, there's no mention whatsoever yeah. of Bear throughout ninety five percent of the movie. Yeah. And then it <laughs> just shows up. It's so I love amazing. It's just oh, it's so. Here's great. my friend Bear, and something happens to Bear. We won't say, but you will be surprised. Yeah, um, it's a shocking twist. I was shocked. We were shocked. We were just like I was shocked. Floored, you might say. Floored. Maybe saddened. I don't know. Well, I, so, I was saddened. Yeah, I was. But we we love Bear, and he's but, the best character. Yeah, so. and and this and and that's saying something in a movie that has Richard Lynch, Mickey Rooney, Sam Jones, and Cherry Rose. <laughs> yes. So we have two more to go. Probably should end it on that one, but we still got two more, which is Maximum Impact, uh, which we did talk about when we talked about Tom Arnold. Um, <laughs> So this is so, another one of these newer movies. Right? It's a newer movie from 2017. It seems like DeCoscos just kind of working a lot in 2017. It's an amazing cast. You got DeCoscos, Kelly Hu, Nevsky, Alexander Nevsky, the William Baldwin thing. Oh, you know, that's it goes, great. Huh? Yeah. Bai Ling, Matthias Hughes, Danny Trejo, Eric Roberts, Tom Arnold, and William Baldwin. Oh, wait, <laughs> I mean, twice. That, that's <laughs> just amazing. Twice. They were able to get all those people for this like low-budget affair. So, But you see, William Baldwin... He's on a screen. Uh, he's just on a, like a Zoom screen going, huh? That's what it looks like. He said stuff. It's like, they probably shot in his kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and keep in mind, this is before a certain uh, pandemic, we might say. They just oh. did it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's no That's excuse true. for it, you know. Yeah. This is what's going to happen with Bruce Willis one day. He's just going to shoot him at his home doing and just the close-ups because he won't do faraway shots well, even and, on Zoom. <laughs> and they don't want him to know it's like his kitchen, so, it's, so they, you know – He's holding yeah. his coffee mug, but yeah. we don't see it. And, you know, it says like best Bruce ever. Or something like that's coffee mug. <laughs> yes. Yes, I, exactly. And then, you know, you don't see his like washing machine and like his yeah. kids running around in the back. They just kind of have to crop all that out. Yeah. That'd be like, I, I can't believe that hasn't happened yet. So Bruce. give it time. Yeah. But if you want to hear the exciting plot, uh, will it max them in back? Of course they do. Uh, Secretary of State Robert Jacobs, Eric Roberts. He Is that like the, the same name, but just reversed? <laughs> so his name was Robert Eric. Oh, Robert yeah. Eric. Oh, Robert okay. Never mind. <laughs> Robert's Eric is good though. Yeah, Robert's Eric is yeah, the second. Secretary Robert's Eric. He travels to Russia mm. on an important mission. And then his his daughter is hanging around. But then she runs off with some like boy band pop star. And then um there's all these wacky other like subplots with Mark DeCoscos and uh Matthias Hughes, a kidnapper. It, it, the plot's a bit of a jumble. Right, and and then, they're like kind of capering around trying to find her and they get into a bunch of wacky scenarios. I forgot that William Baldwin plays a guy named Man in Shadows. That's, <laughs> you <got me. laughs> and that's on the screen where he says, huh? that, and that's Man huh? in Shadows? Because there's not yeah. a lot of shadows, to be honest. He's right there. It's He's like, right there in broad daylight. And living super, you know, dummy William Baldwin face. You know? <laughs> and then the girl that they're chasing who is with the boy band, she sings the song yeah. for the movie. Buterina. Yeah, she right. sings the song. Like, I, is there, what's the song name? Let me see. Well, I don't know if I made mention of that, but no, maybe but, she's a big name in Russia. I don't yeah. know, but she, but she sings the end uh, song. So th- this movie's weird because like clearly it's a complete jumble. The Nevsky joint. If people haven't seen an accent on Nevsky movie, it's just it's weird. It's wacky. It's still really done because you got the Tom Arnold stuff. It's like oh my bladder and just like <laughs> it's like Kelly who beats him up. <laughs> I don't. Do you remember that? We watched them fairly recently. Well, yeah, it didn't even come out that long ago. It just, I don't know. I, yeah, of course I remember all this stuff, but it just. I, 
Right. Um, I, I feel like oh, Byling does nothing. Does nothing. She's like um, Robert Eric's you know, <laughs> like assistant or something. Assistant, yeah. So, well, she's there. Like, she's uh, hanging around. So I guess it could have been a lot better. You know, it's cool to have Matthias Hughes. But um, <laughs> oh right, there's also a place in Russia called Grump International Plaza. Is that a real place? I, maybe in Russia. It's like, wait, that sounds like it sounds like me, Donald Grump. It's like. Oh, Grump International. Yeah, Grump oh, International Plaza. Yeah, this is Trump. <laughs> oh, I thought that like, was like, um, you know, a gump. like a Russian word or something. That, no, no, I think there's a, that might be a jokey thing or something. Oh. It's like, because this is 2017, so Trump was hanging around. Right, so, right. So, <laughs> Grump Stakes. But um, <laughs> we have one more Maximum movie. We're ending on the classic Van Damme. Maximum Risk. Of course. The first one of all these movies to go to the theater, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I wish Ukum did. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, well, that would be an nice symmetry. You start with a theater movie like Ukum, and then you go to the end, and but not that's not to be. One ticket or two tickets to Ukum, please. I guess we would go see it. Two tickets. <laughs> probably. I probably wouldn't. I wonder what happens in Maximum Risk. I wonder if Van Damme plays two people. <laughs> this is one of 78 movies yeah. where he plays two well, Van Dams. He does. He plays Alan Moreau, a French cop. We discover he has a twin brother. Of course. <laughs> His name was Mikhail Serverov. Wow, a lot of Russian stuff today. Hmm. Um, that's not. That's just a coincidence. So he travels to New York City, and then. Uh, Natasha Hentridge is hanging around trying to help him, trying to figure out his, you know, double life. You know, we said this is the good old days where Van Damme always went to the theater. So, and there was two Van Dams. And two Van Dams. So if you remember the trailer of the movie, do you remember, did you ever want to see, did you want to see this movie back in the day? Uh, well, I was only 10 years old when this movie came out. So I, I, that ages me. I, I, I don't remember what I thought and felt about the, the presence of maximum risk in my life. I, I don't really remember. I, I mean, I'm sure I would have gone if someone like one of my friends said, hey, we're going to see maximum risk. I'm sure I would have said, OK, but <laughs> it's a cool title. And the trailer is cool because they show the first scene. If they show that cool close up of him with that gun shooting that guy in like in France. Do you remember this? Uh, like, it's, it's pretty a, cool. Well, it's Ringo Lamb, so it has to be kind right. of Ringo Lamb or John Woo esque type of action. Right, and and, the, and those action scenes from what I remember are pretty darn cool. I mean, they're, they're like there's a lot of good well action. Done. Yeah, well, yeah, good done. car chase. And what was that techno song was in the trailer? Like it goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> That's in the trailer too because it shows so exciting. It's like, whoa, Van Damme species Natasha Henstridge. You got to put that every single time. <laughs> Right. Remember, it's like, oh, right. The touch is from species. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't say her name. You have to put species. And you can't say Natasha Hensridge from Cara Cara or any yeah. of her other great work. <laughs> I mean, true. she's moved at, beyond species. OK. I mean, she's I, done other things. Oh, she did species, too. And um, did you ever see that one? I would like to see it because um, I heard it's like really like it's off there's something wrong yeah so, yeah that's why i want to see it do you own I've that seen, i'll i don't think i do but it's easily attainable so i will say that richard belzer plays the president in species two finally <laughs> president belzer president so munch like, yeah president munch yes why is he not do, do you come back for the uh the big like 500th episode of svu um you can tell me it's not like it was just Cragen. 
and I think Kraken's on like a Zoom screen. Yeah, yeah. He told me that like, oh, hey, look, it's Donald Kraken. You know? <laughs> yes, and then his pet <laughs> monkey is scampering around in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he adopts him after opening up the basketball. It's like, what kind of sentence is that? <laughs> it's like a great Facebook one. McWoo again. Like, so Facebook and McWoo opened the basketball and took ball, out a monkey. And, and then gave it to Donald Kraken from SVU. Okay, now we're getting... See, it, it, as what happens with almost every single podcast, if it goes yeah. on too long, if it hits the hour mark, as we yeah. just did, then yeah. things really start getting really wackadoo. Well, I'll mention a couple more things about Maximum Risk. Though. Sure. It is a classic movie you rent at the video store. Oh, definitely. Um, which is cool. It's like, you know what? I'm going to get Maximum Risk. I'm going to get Metro. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get Small Soldiers. It's like, and then <laughs> did someone rent all those? for? The, I bet I, someone did do that. It's like. You know, you got get something for the kids. You know, you right, got right, for the okay. adults. Maybe you can watch Metro for the comedy, and then you can watch Small Soldiers for your kids. Oh, so, okay. You went yeah, to all no, okay, Blockbuster. Yeah, you went to all Blockbuster. And it's like, cool, Maximum Risk. And you don't rewind it. And here's <laughs> Why <not>? Blockbuster. <laughs> Some people don't rewind their tapes. Oh, so they're not kind. They're not very kind. They're they're not rewind. They're you know, not rewinding. It's um, like, <laughs> so, you're mean. <laughs> you're mean. Um, <laughs> wait, because, you know, Best Video, they had a four for four deal, right? Yeah. So what would be that fourth movie? What would that? be the fourth movie? <laughs> Let's see. Or would they take like a chance on a lower budget movie like, a, I don't know, China O'Brien? Or would yeah, they? Yeah, something like that. Or maybe the uh, Ultimate Game. <laughs> well, Because uh, nah. people like to, I bet, you know, we go back to the video store era for a minute. No, oh, that's people what we want, do. Yeah. Let's go back just for a second. And. People will get the four for four deal. Like they usually take like a top a top rental, top hit, mm-hmm. and then like uh, maybe something else that's a little like a second chance, you know? <laughs> right. So now using all the best video terminology. Yeah, might as well. And then you like you know what? Two more movies, huh? Hmm. All right. right so then you, you give yeah you give yourself a little more leeway to yeah. experiment with something. That's what's cool about that. So I bet this f- uh, fantasy person did do that, <laughs> Brian, with your Metro, Small Soldiers, and Maximum Risk, but. I was looking up Maximum Risk and the UK. Oh, no. UK, oh they didn't <laughs> like it. they cut this time. They cut that really awesome wrist snap that he does. Oh. And it's like, and they cut a bunch of little items. It just, I'll, remember you stabbing some meathead Russian guy in an elevator? <sighs> I know, it's kind of a long time. You've seen, you've seen, you've seen it's been a while since I've seen Maximum Risk. It's hard for me to remember every single scene. I'm sorry. Well, I watched it not too long ago. That's how I remember most of it. So, um, you like the UK st- uh, cut out a, like a couple stabs to the Russian guy, cut out some like neck chop and a wrist snap. So it's like I remember that wrist snap was pretty cool though. I yeah, it was know. awesome. So uh, in the in the US, you get the wrist snap, it goes crunch like ah, and then he punches <laughs> the guy in the face. UK is like no wrist snap, it goes just flips him over and punches him. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> because it, everything has to be so nice. You can't have a wrist snap. Okay. I bet that does hurt, but it's oh, a I'm sure it's wrist incredibly snap. painful, but it's yeah. not a neck snap. It's a wrist snap. But maybe that's why they got rid of it, because they don't like things people can actually do. Right. They don't like, you know, like, you know, if it's some if, if, fantasy you know, violence, I don't think they care. I think if someone stabs someone with like a garden hoe, they don't like that because <laughs> they think someone could actually go to their garden and shed and, and pull out the thing they actually have. I think that's the thinking of the BBFC. You, it, yeah, maybe, maybe someone from the UK could correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they want to cut down on things people could actually do. That's right. their thinking. It, so, but we doesn't want all the gun. Well, they don't have many guns in the UK, not to be too well, political. So it's pretty limited there. But um, but you could do a wrist snap. It, you know, <laughs> copy that. Be a bunch of copycats. Well, I I guess that's what they were worried about. But then again, you have to question how many people are watching Maximum Risk and then saying, you know, 
<laughs> Van Dam did did a wrist snap in Maximum Risk. I'm gonna do a wrist snap to my friend. Yeah. Like, <laughs> is there a direct connection that anyone can make? Like, is I, someone that exactly. easily influenced? No, they can't be that gullible. Like, I'm gonna do a wrist snap on all my friends. Like, <laughs> well, because oh, 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 Van Dam oh, oh, oh. did it. <laughs> yes. Like all of you, you line up here. Eh, eh, eh. It's yeah, just going down the line, snap, snapping snap, snap. all the wrists. It's like, it's... <laughs> well, that's the end of the list. Um, and Anything the end of line wants... of people that are getting their wrist snapped. Of course, why would the last guy still stand there while the other guys are getting their wrist snapped? Like, all right, snap my wrist. <laughs> Fine, just in the sake of completeness, you can snap my wrist. But <laughs> uh, oh yeah, also there's a wacky taxi driver. Cost of cliche. course. Yes, so. we love that. Well, when we used to do cliche of the day, I do believe yeah. that was one of them. Yeah, that was one. That's <laughs> a good one. It's like, where are you going? New York. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> or there's a guy named Fred that's spelled P H R E D. That was from uh, Behind Enemy Lines, the Thomas Ian Griffith one. Like, hey, that's Fred. Classic. Yeah, Fred. I, I think he had a fairly sizable role, Fred. <laughs> but, you know, PHT, you know, fat, you know, that was, yes. you, know, yeah. you probably got that from like Americanized men. Like, wait, what's that? I'll be Fred. <laughs> well, I think maybe that was the thinking behind that. You know, he wants to be more American and more cool for the 90s. And, it's like, um, well, I, wait, I think there's a movie called Fat Girls. Remember this oh, one? yeah. We, well, I, I think we've come across that because yeah. it's at Video 7. I, I think it is, yeah. And it has Monique and Eric Roberts. <laughs> of course, Robert Eric himself. Yeah, Robert, Robert Eric, yeah. <laughs> well, and of course, there's Fat Beach, my... which we've mentioned numerous times because yeah. of the great trailer. It's a trailer? It's, really, or... it's more like a compilation trailer. All, you rent caught up in fat beach <laughs> yeah. like so there's actually at least two movies maybe more that start with the word fat spelled p-h-a-t exactly exactly so that's a good way to wrap that up you <laughs> up know, with this fat episode yeah totally fat bro <laughs> totally fat P- but p-h-a-t you know <laughs> that's um, it so that's it so well, i guess we'll shoot up the old plugos um we got uh, that's ridiculous uh brett what do you got uh, uh, what do I got? Uh, the the email um crpodcast at yahoo.com, which I haven't okay. checked in a while, unfortunately. But um, right, well, uh, maybe we'll have something. I think. Yeah, maybe. Know, I think our f- uh, friends Matt and Jill might have something for us for the next episode, like oh. a, a question. So, oh, oh, really? A question? Yeah. Well, I can say it right now. I mean, I was gonna wait for it, really. Um, it's like who's who's like the new Kurt Russell of today? So, the like, new Kurt Russell of today. Yeah. Oh, so, that's an interesting question. I the first one I thought maybe was Frank Grillo. Oh yeah, okay. Because he's doing all these movies and he, that's the best one. I can't think of anybody. Scott Atkins, but you know, Frank Grillo is American. Kurt Russell's American. Not that that's not people want to know like these American actors. You know, it's like I. But by I'm not sure I understand the question. Like, is it someone that looks like him? No, or? who would be like the next Kurt Russell of today? You know. Just in terms of like his acting roles, yeah. Or... yeah acting roles are like kind of like that kind of screen presence sort of thing. That's that's a tough question because yeah. I mean, there's only one Kurt Russell. I mean, hey, that's I, I was telling them, yeah. And but yeah, I mean, Kurt Russell's still hanging in there. You know, it's like, but I well, get that. You want but, like a new kind of tough guy, kind of cool guy, right? Yeah. And we do try to bring up those people when they come along. The problem is there's not that many of them. I mean, I can't think of one. Like, you know, the, the I, era of the great tough guy actors like Lee Marvin, Charles Bronson, um, even Madsen, you know? Yeah, Mad, sure. Mads, like these guys that, you know, they were actors, but they're also like these tough guys that John Wayne, I guess, would be yeah. the ultimate example. That's, that's very few and far between now. I mean, um, 
I mean, yeah, there are some. I think we got Grillo. You know, we have Scott Atkins. Um, I mean, uh, I can't but, think of anybody else. I really I mean, can't. I mean, could we say maybe Josh Brolin? Sure. Oh, that's a good one because he's because you know he can do these tough guy type of roles. Yeah, you know, he was like, what's that one? Jonah Sicario. Sicario oh. and Jonah Hex. Because I'll say they did Jonah Hex in like mm. 1994. Mm. <laughs> they probably get Kurt Russell to be in that, and which is a weird kind of movie because it's like edited weirdly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a good yeah, it's a good choice, Josh Brolin. Yeah, I agree. I with guess that that's one. what I would go with yeah. if I had to say because he's very young and probably has a lot of his career ahead of him. And oh you know, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, but as far as the, the era of tough guy actors, I mean, it's it, over. I think it's over. Not that yeah. there aren't still some stragglers, yeah. you know, like the Grillos and such, but, and I, but the, Stallone still, but, but I mean, like, you know, Stallone and Schwarzenegger and the whole Expendables crew is, they're getting a little long in the tooth. Unfortunately. You know? Yeah. Unfortunately. I don't like to say that, but, the, but they, that's the whole point of the Expendables. You right. know, they always make a bunch of old one. jokes. You know? He's like, I'm old. Like, I'm old too. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, you know they're aware of it. They just but they kind of corralled all the people together. Yeah. I think, I he, he, I, but I, I have a tough question. Maybe okay, go ahead. Who's the next Cynthia Rothrock? What tough one? I mean, maybe, I, probably Gina Carano. Right? Yeah, but yeah, and she needs to make more movies. I know she might be uh, in trouble. No, nah, <laughs> she'll be things. fine. She'll work with the Daily Wire. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'm Ben Shapiro, but. Uh, <laughs> Wow, this might be an all-time uh, best for the amount of impressions you've done no, in this episode. You're right there. That's the thing. You say Ben Shapiro, I'll Ben Shapiro. It's like, it's like I mean, <laughs> you've done, I think, all your impressions. I did. I think I did a bunch of it, but I mean, I think you're supposed to do the, what, I wanted to do the rundown. I think I did Dolph, Keanu, Ben Shapiro. <laughs> started off with Liam Neeson. So I did a bunch Trump. of Liam Trump. Trump, um, yeah. So I did all everyone's favorites. I think there's a couple others you did along the way. I oh, mean, Matt, you really got I a chance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you really got a chance to to uh, flex your Rich Little-esque skills. Yeah. Here. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. So, okay. So, we have CR Podcast yeah. at Yahoo.com. Yeah. Right. And we have Ty Comeuppets on the Twitter. Ty Action Rocks on Instagram. I posted hots today. Oh, uh, any response? Well, I got a bunch of likes so far. Um, and I type come up and why well, is it on Twitter? Uh, is that it? Oh, there's the website. Come on, use that. And Facebook, check it out. I guess. Facebook too, still under, under, Facebook. The, under the website. I think people do. And then, you know, run all the other ones, Spotify, all the classic uh, podcatchers of old. So, right. Well, that, that pretty much that wraps uh, it up. That, that, <laughs> you say that max it up? Like, yeah, maximum. that max it up. Well, let's yeah. wrap it up and max it up. So it's, <laughs> We're getting a little bit too silly. <laughs> In that spirit, we will leave you uh, to uh, check out some of these suggestions that we've yeah. um, that well, we've said. Say maximum force. That's probably the most standout one. And uh, maximum breakout, maybe. Right. Yeah. So any of the maximum and ultimate justice, the, the Costco's, you know, Gustav von Berg Ferdinand. <laughs> yeah. If you want a newer movie, yes. If you yeah. want a classic '80s '90s, then go with the others. If you haven't seen exactly. them. Um, exactly. But I guess uh, that's we'll wrap it. it up, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.
That's it. So well, I guess we'll shoot up the old plugos. Um, we got uh, that's ridiculous. 